from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Sit back, relax. If you're going for a jog, then keep jogging. If you're at the office and you're listening in, then sit back and relax. If you're running around with the kids, whatever you're doing today, you're at school, you're getting ready, you're in the shower, whatever's going on, thank you so much for taking some time with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. You will not be disappointed. We do things differently here in the best of ways. Let's take a step aside for a fast break, and we'll come back with Liverpool High School boys basketball, Alex Rustin, Jake Pacino, and head coach Ryan Blackwell right after this. This is a wake-up call, fast break. Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. First time we had the opportunity to have Liverpool come out. Every single month we're going to be featuring Liverpool Athletics, and I'm excited that the first one we have has some hardware to it. So you want to put that in the sky, Mr. Blackwell? So you you guys had an event here, and we're, we're putting out a video so they can see it, but you had an event where you had the ring ceremony at Home Team Pub, did you not? The ceremony was at uh, the high school the next night. But the celebration. Yeah, the celebration kind of was here the night before. Which was great. And, everybody and some of you guys know to wear it. You know, and Jay Casino, can you show yours here? But Alex Rustin did not. Alex, pick up the mic here. What, did you not get the memo tonight? I didn't get the memo. Nobody told me. I don't think you needed the mic. <laughs> Nobody told you to put it on. See, I'm even wearing, this is not a championship, but this is my college ring. So I need to put a ring on today because, you know, Blackwell didn't give me one, so I had to put something on here. It's all backward. <laughs> all right, that's fair enough. So you guys, uh, to, to kind of, before we talk about this season, to talk about the championship, and I'm going to start with you, Ryan, just what you could say about, you know, being a part of this program, wanting to build something in Liverpool, and then seeing that actually come to fruition. Be a part of that after... Doing it three years, I mean, there's a rich tradition of obviously great athletes and basketball players that come from Liverpool and great coaches and staffs. And um, for us to be the first one to do it, to do it the way we did it, go 26 and 0, um, it's a testament to these guys, very resilient, tough, mentally and physically. And just the best part about it was they just got along, they gelled, their chemistry was great. On and off the court, there was a fun group to be around the coach. And uh, I'm going to go uh, to you, Alex, on this one. Just what you can say about, you know, your experience of it and, and the beauty of being able to hoist a trophy. You know, it's just amazing. Like, there's nothing like it, you know. You don't really know until you're on a team like that of just how well we've gelled and, like, come together. And, you know, going 26-0, and winning a state championship really makes you family. You know, relationships I have with these guys are really going to last a lifetime. So it's a great experience. When you have that state championship, bring me into day one because you know what it feels like after it's all done, but bring me through the process and what Coach Blackwell was saying to you from the beginning. You know, day one, we knew we had a special team. You know, we knew we had uh, the talent to go far. And I guess kind of throughout the process, um, it's really the main focus just to work as hard as we can day in and day out and, uh, you know, kind of have joy through the process and um, be competitive like every day in practice and that's kind of the mentality that we that we took you know our main goal was just have fun and play basketball and like work together as a team and you know to really bring that state championship every day you start zero zero it's not about being 17 and 0 or 11 and 0 or 20 and 0 how did you keep your focus i guess just from the start like being family um I guess kind of motivating each other every day just to get better. That's just our constant goal, you know. There's always room to improve. Like, even even in the wins, you can pick out, you know, the nitty-gritty. So there's always room to improve. There's always room to work. And until that final goal is accomplished, we haven't done anything yet. So. All right, 
Jake, tell me about your experience with this and just what your takeaways have been and, and going through that process, going through the grind, and then seeing it come to fruition and, and seeing that championship become a reality. Well, like Alex said, from day one, you just got to take it one day at a time. We got better and better every single day, after every single game. Even if we were 10 and 0, 15 and 0, 1 and 0, we took it as 0 and 0, 0 and 0. Just kept going. So we were really a family, and it, that really helps because we were so close. And even if you didn't play, even if you played one minute, we all really were together, and it was really fun. What keeps uh, team focus in your opinion, going through this process? You heard your teammates talk about it a little bit, but bring me into the focus because once you start winning and you're undefeated and you get past, you know, maybe your rival and you get past this portion of the playoffs and whatnot, some teams can lose their focus. They can lose their stride. How'd you keep it? Um, it's all, honestly all thanks to this guy right here next to me. You really uh, kept his focus. Thank you. <laughs> really, we really kept his focus during practice and stuff. Every practice we weren't doing anything crazy and kept to their schedule and, you know, it worked. All right, Coach. Experience with the road to get there and just what you saw in your guys and if you saw that focus all the way through for them. Yeah, we just had great leadership. You know, talk about the guys, Charles, Charles, Brian, Josh Johnson, Helen Lewis, our noise kind of guys that left from seniors, even these guys, they just were great leaders on and off the floor, great kids in the classroom. Um, and I think that's where it starts in the relationships that they build. You know, you heard Ben was being talked about. Yeah, you have the process, but you also have to have the relationship. I think we've built that. Um, you know, me being in the school, seeing these guys every day, you know, getting to know them away from basketball. Um, they understand that I care about them away from the game of basketball. So I think that, you know, pushes them to make work a little bit harder because they understand that you know, we're all in for the same thing and I care about them regardless of what happens when we're Trying to find our role in the team, 
and our way to be successful and win games. When you have the loss of people moving forward and moving on, what has that done to the chemistry of the team, in your opinion? You know, we had a lot of leaders that left last year, and I think the biggest thing for this year is you know, me and Jake have really tried to take a leadership role on this team, and um, you know, I think just stepping up and leading as example and uh, trying to get everyone on the same on the same boat moving forward, I think that's been our main goal. Where's the team at, in your opinion, right now, as far as where you guys started off this year? Where do you feel the team has got to? What's improved on the team at this point? Honestly, like our chemistry, we're really starting to gel um, from the start of the season. Like, you know, like I said, a lot of guys just didn't know their role, don't, don't know their identity. You know, now we're starting to get in the role of things and really starting to work together and play as a team. That's how it was based. And Jake, I want to go with, with you on this as well. It's just what you can say about last season to this season. The two different type of seasons. You got 26 and 0. This one, you know, you're sometimes above 500, sometimes below. It's just what you've learned from having to go through this type of season after coming out for that success. I mean, starting off 0 5 is always hard, but that's been able to, uh, to make us find ourselves. You know, each one of us, we didn't really know ourselves last year. Only, only a few, few of us on the team really played last year. Uh, I only played a few minutes per game, you know, maybe a few minutes here and there, same with Alex. But it's really helped us find each other and stuff. And, uh, I mean, home five is hard, but I'm back, so. Hey, you look at 0 and 5 and at this time of conversation, 5 and 6. So, since going 0 and 5, you've gone 5 and 1. What would you attribute to that flip? Um, it's really our attitudes. You know, after we won a couple of games, we knew what we had to do, and our attitudes really changed, and it's for the better. What can you say about the attitude that, that was in the beginning and the attitude that you have now as a collective group? Um, when we started losing, it's really, it's really hard. Obviously, you don't have the right attitude, and we were losing. We all started pointing fingers and stuff, but now that we started winning and we really, really found ourselves, it's, it's really just a team effort now and we know what we have to do. So it's, our attitudes will get way better once we're five and six. You talked about you and Alex last year not getting a ton of minutes out there. As that changes, as you're leading on more by Coach Blackwell, how have you kind of taken on that role this year? Um, I've, I've taken it on very well. I mean, I, I know Alex has too. I've played a lot more minutes than last year. I know my role, and I'm sure a lot of people know know their role. And it's really just effort. It really just comes down to effort. And everyone says he's give 110 percent the whole time. What sorry, one thing he's got to show. Alex is a starting quarterback, so you know he's a gamer. He knows you know when to step in and do things the right way. Jake's all-star lacrosse player. He's going to all be next year to play lacrosse. So these guys are athletes, and they have that mentality as well. They carry over. Right. They're one of the basketball players. They're winners, and they want to play. They do what it takes no matter what. When you have a successful quarterback and you have a successful lacrosse player, it's obviously difficult to find that balance. And I ask the guys about this in a second. But when you have that on your team, coach, just how you handle the fact that there are other things that they have to do, there's things that they have to concentrate on. And you come off a football season and you're right in the basketball. I mean, there is no break. So just how you handle that. For them, I understand that they need that mental break a little bit, but they're good about it. Transferring over with other mentality, you know, I think Alex is not going to play across until after the season, but for Alex, um, he was excited. I don't know he would be excited because it was the same way last year and the year before. Like I said, they're, they're better if now they're seniors, they know what it takes. Um, and that, they bring that mentality, that toughness, that physicality, that mental toughness that you need, that they're going to need going forward. Jay, bring me into it. Basketball and lacrosse, how you balance the two of them. And first of all, congratulations on Albany. My cousin, Sammy Tatora, is that she's a starter on their lacrosse team for women's lacrosse. And she had, she accounted for six out of the eight points they scored against the top team in the nation, Stonybrook, last year. So I know Albany's got some good programs and some good lacrosse. So how's the balance for you? I mean, it's. It's hard for me, obviously, going from one sport to the other, but I've managed. I, I love basketball, and I obviously love lacrosse as my um, as my number one sport. But it's really for me is all about if I if I stop loving it, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to play it anymore. I love basketball and I love lacrosse, so I'm gonna keep on giving 100 in both sports. How difficult was it for you? Did you want to play both at the next level? I mean, how? 
How did you, yeah, I mean, you, you love them both, so how do you find that right fit? I mean, there was a point when I was in, like, I was in about seventh, eighth grade when I really kind of, I kind of wanted to play basketball more than lacrosse. But, you know, I'm 5'8". I'm I mean, my parents didn't give me the right, the right features to be a top basketball player, so I really stuck with lacrosse. And my skills, my skills really increased wanting to lacrosse. So. Well, I do feel your pain being right there in that height region. My mom is 4'11". My dad is 6 foot, so I always thank my mom for throwing me right in the middle of the two because, you know, it's tough. It's tough being around that height. But I get it, but lacrosse doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. Doesn't, I'm always, uh... I think shorter is better because you're right, yeah. you can see all of what's going on. I've been, I've been looked down with my height a lot with the cross, and I've, I've obviously uh, proved everybody wrong, and I keep on trying to prove everybody wrong. Congratulations on that. Alex, starting quarterback to jumping into basketball season, how do you balance it out? And Coach talks about having a mental tie, having a mental break. How long was your mental break? Did you have a mental break? Well, it is, it is tough to balance. I mean, a lot during football season, um, you know, I can't really come to any of the basketball stuff. We have open gyms, and it's it's tough going into football season. You know, I try to I try to shoot and uh, I try to get my reps in during football season, but you can't really do anything live. So it's kind of hard to transition going from football to basketball. But at the end of the day, it's the same kind of skills, you know. I'm bringing the same like leadership mentality that I have in football that's really helped me become a leader and stepping up on the basketball team. And um, you know, it is tough to balance, but it's so important. You know, I have my priorities straight. I have grades first, and then sports. And um, you know, once you get in good habits, it's kind of second nature. Does coach draw plays for you to take that out of bounds and be able to beam it down the court if you need to? Yeah, we're drawing a place for me again because he forgets. I would think that you could get the ball down the court if you need to, though. Yeah. You launched a little bit there. Have you, I mean, are you the guy to be trusted if there's the Hail Mary Heaves? Well, it's like coach then. Yeah, well, coach is quarterback, so I was thinking that you Sometimes. Sometimes. Usually. I want to do a part of the show before we take a step aside here and take a break. And once again, we're happy to be here at Home Team Pub 7990, Oswego Road, right on Route 57 in Liverpool, with Liverpool, our boys in basketball, and the reigning state champions. Coach, this, this is called Tell Me Something Good. So I need you to tell me something good about Alex Rustin and Jake Casino. They get to do it back, so be kind. Remember what you said. We'll start with Jake. Tell me something good. Uh, great personality. Uh, good to be around. Great person to be around. It's a bulldog. Just a fighter and a warrior. Just a person you want to have on. Only rush on your team. And then Alex Rustin is one of the best guys you can be around, honestly. Uh, a great leader. Uh, just a great kid. And a quality person overall. That coming from Coach Alex. Tell me something good about Coach. You know, he's just a great coach. He's laid back and a lot, a lot of coaches. You can't find that a lot of coaches. You know, he's so laid back, he's chill. And that carries on to the court when we go to play. We kind of had that laid back mentality. It really makes it fun. You know, it makes it, you know, I, I like coming to practice every day. So, thanks, Coach. That's right, Jake. Tell me something good about Coach. Uh, along, with, along with Alex, to kind of uh, add on to that, he's really, he's really a good coach, and we can, we can connect to him very easily just because he, he's not a strict, you know, he's not, he's not going to get on you for missing a shot or anything like that. He just wants you to have fun and, you know, be your best. Coach, would you take that assessment and, and say that that's fair? Are you not strict? Can you be strict? Do you have your Do you have your Bayheim meter at all? I think so. I'm not going to wear my jacket off. I'll tell you that. My jacket has never come off. You've time. never been in Cameron and George Coaching. I don't sit down. That's true. No. I don't sit down. I'll yell when I need to yell. More so in practice. But I prepare in practice so that in the games I don't have to yell, yell as much. Um, but I just want to go out and play with confidence and be aggressive. I get mad when they don't play with confidence and they're not aggressive. That's when we have a problem and I get mad at them. And then I pull them, tell them what they need to do, and they go right back in. So it works. How have you... 
kind of uh, assessed your time at Liverpool. You made the decision to come back to Central New York, which we're all happy that you did. I know that I got to talk with you when it wasn't set where you were going to be and what you are going to be doing. So to be back in here in this community after the YMA, I remember the day that you came in. It was one of the uh, – I had a basketball camp with Mike Hopkins and Louis York, and when you were transferring – you came in and you said, you talked to us, and then they said, don't forget the name Ryan Blackwell, and I didn't. So I remember being, and I'm not trying to date you here, but I remember being a kid in camp. So we were all sitting around you, and you were sitting in the chair talking. Then I remember you on the court, and now you're here today. I mean, you have, you've had a connection to Central and Upstate New York. You've had a connection and, and an inspiration in my life and a lot of the kids that are out there. So just what this community means to you and what it means to you that I never forgot. And I'm sure a lot of us never forgot that you came and spoke to a lot of us. Well, specifically, Liverpool, uh, I've been thinking of a better place to be coaching high school basketball. We have such great support from our AD, our leader, to our superintendent, uh, Dr. Potter, all the administrators, the faculty, the students, our fans, our parents' support is unbelievable, second to none. So just to, to be in this situation, I'm very fortunate. I'm not going to be able to coach great kids and continue my basketball career as a coach. Um, and doing it in Syracuse, where I you know, graduated from college and had a lot of ties and a lot of friends in the community. And they come out to the games and support us. Um, there's nothing like that. And then, Jake, I'm going to ask you here just what I know it's not over yet. You've still got more time with Coach, but what type of, of legacy does he leave with you? What, what type of inspiration has he had in your life? No, he's, uh, he's obviously one of or the best coaches that I've had just because he's made me a greater person in general, overall, not even just in basketball, but just. He really boosts my confidence and makes me just, you know, not really, like, go down on myself or get up myself, but I just I know how to have fun and have confidence in myself. And Alex, same thing. What, what legacy is this coach leaving with you currently? You know, he's just a great coach, and he's, he's helped me become the person that I am today. He just, he's helped me, like, fill the shoes. So let's choose the guys that have left and help me carry that on to life. And, you know, confidence in yourself is such a great thing to have. And no matter what you're getting into, you know, the stuff that's away from basketball and just, you know, personality. And, you know, it's just stuff that I can carry on through the rest of my life. That coming from Alex Rustin as well as Jay Casino and head coach Ryan Blackwell for Liverpool Boys Basketball. Myself, Dance is where our wake up call with Dance is where on location right now. I'm video online with you and I'm, of course, here at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool. We're going to take a step aside. When we come back, there's a thing called Rapid Fire. And uh, I've done this with Ryan before, so that's where the sword comes in here. So rapid fire means, and this this is something that I don't know if, if any broadcast, I mean, I don't know if you know any broadcasters, as this we'll talk about in a second, but I would put all you guys on the hot seat. I could ask you questions about anything. It doesn't have to do with basketball. It could be anything in the world. But I don't know any broadcaster that has ever done this. I flip the script, and I put you on the hot seat. You put me on the hot seat. So I have to answer your questions after you answer mine. So fair is fair, and in a world where the interviewers don't like to be the interviewees, I let it flip. So I have to answer whatever Ryan, Jake, and Alex are going to ask me and vice versa. We'll be back in just a moment here at Home Team Hub. Guys, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. And the more I look at Jake's ring, the more I feel like that back order needs to come through for me right now. It's just a moment. This is a wake-up call fast break. Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. Uh, we are back here on site at the Home Team Pub, and we're hanging out with Alex Rustin as well as Jake Casino, head coach Ryan Blackwell, myself, Dan Satora. It is Wake Up Call with Dan Satora live on location. 
and it's the part of the show that I enjoy because the final part of the show is a tough one on me. But this is where I get to put you guys on the hot seat. Coach Blackwell and I have played this before because Ryan and I have talked about Syracuse, talked about Liverpool, and uh, we've known each other for a few years now. Not as long as you've known Milk Dud, but, but for a few years, yeah, we've known each other here. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about the opportunity to get back to it. And the last time Ryan and I talked about this, Ryan reminded me that we had a good musical conversation. So with that being said, I want to start with you, Alex. Who is your favorite... I don't want to say old, but your favorite historic rapper. Not a current one, back when, you know, you had to be original. It's got to be Biggie Smalls. Got to be Biggie, all right. Oh. All right, Jake, what about you? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Tupac. 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 So Tupac yeah. and Biggie here feuding back and forth, East Coast, oh, West right. Coast. Why Tupac over Biggie? Um, I mean, I've listened to both. I've listened to all old school. My dad's my dad's showing me all the old school, but Tupac's really stuck with me. All of his songs are, they really stick with me. So. All right, Ryan, I'm putting you on the hot seat with this one then. Tupac or Biggie? Oh, that's tough. Um, for me, honestly, they're, they're really on the same level. What if they were sitting right here right now, both looking at you? You had to choose a I'd coach. I'd say we're creating uh, the, the greatest rap duo of all time. <laughs> you guys are coming with me, and I'll manage them you know, better than Puffy and Shook Knight did. There you go. So, if you had to pick one. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, you got to pick one. More songs. Tupac. Tupac. All right, fair enough. All right, Jake, I'm going, I'm going to you for this one. You're stranded on a desert island. Give me three things that you need with you. If you have no sign that anybody's going to save you, what three things do you have to have on the island? I'm going to go with... Besides, like, your normal food and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with, obviously, probably a knife. Big knife. <laughs> okay. All right. That's not a knife. <laughs> um, I don't know, a, a rope. A rope. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and a, a book. And a book. I've asked this question before. I've had people say, I'm going to have a TV. Netflix. I was like, you're on a stranded island. Yeah, you got There's no cable anywhere. Yeah, that going on. You're the first person that said you would have weaponry okay. on the island. So I give you credit for that. A rope, a knife, and a nice book. Yeah. Well, with who 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 is the author of the book? Do you have a favorite book? I don't read books. You don't read books. No. So you'd start reading on the island. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Alex, I, I I'm interested to know your answer to this question. So I'm going to keep it the same. Three things right. on the desert island that you would have, or on an um, island. I'm also going to bring a knife. Okay. That's good, like a machete. All right. Um, full of lucky charms. I need all the luck I can get. I'm on a stranded <laughs> island. A bowl of lucky charms. <laughs> not the box, just the bowl. Okay. And I'm definitely not going to bring a book. I'd probably bring my phone. You bring your phone. Okay. Where are you going to plug it in when it dies? I don't know. Uh, and having a bowl of Lucky Charms, where did you get the milk? Did they drop it to you? How did it appear that it was a bowl of Lucky Charms? It's the luck of the Irish. It's the luck of the Irish. All right, Ryan. You've heard the answers of, of your very, very intelligent, wisdom-filled players. What would you bring to you? What bring with you on this island? If you had three things, what would you bring? My phone with my playlist. I need to use it with the phone. Here's the kicker. Has my my friend gave me a phone with a battery that's unlimited. Okay. Lasts forever. Okay. So I have the you phone. You know Verizon that. didn't make that no, one. My buddy that I know that you don't know gave me the phone with a battery that's unlimited. Okay. Charge unlimited access. Is this so, a real thing? Are you just making this I'm up? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Maybe we're if you have an unlimited battery, we need to talk after the show about why you and I are not investing in something. Well, maybe I did it. You just don't know. Uh, I don't know why you didn't we'll include me on later. it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Kind of pissed off you and talked to you about it before. <laughs> so you bring a battery, an unlimited battery phone. That's number one. Okay. So can I bring cases of water? Yeah, you can bring cases of water. Okay. I need water because you're going to get sick drinking the ocean water or whatever if you're on an island. So okay. cases of water and then uh, a girl. And a girl. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. 
I was surprised that nobody else said that. Okay. Yeah. I come you guys have hand. fun by yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with your knife. Have fun with your lucky charms. But I'm going to leave. So, my next question. I'm going to stay with you, Ryan, on this one. If they were making a movie about Ryan Blackwell's life, what actor would most appropriately play Ryan Blackwell and why? Tyler Perry. Okay, why? Well, you could probably do Mia or something else like... He's just good at. So you'd want to you want to be Ryan Blackwell, Ryan Blackwell's parents, their best friend. You want you want like ten different roles in that. Yes. For Tyler Perry. Absolutely. Okay, fair enough. All right, Jake. Who would play you in a movie, and why? I'm gonna go with my my friend Ryan Valentine. He would, he would be the actor. Wow. Your friend <laughs> Ryan Valentine. Why Ryan? My my fellow our fellow teammate. Because okay. he probably. He probably knows me better than everyone, and he kind of looks like me. He so. doesn't talk. He doesn't, he doesn't talk. He's kind of weird. He's kind of weird, but I mean. So it would be a silent film about your life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like a Charlie Chaplin film. Yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, Alex. Who would play you in a movie? I'm going to go Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Okay. So you know that he would have a beautiful wife and or girlfriend because he writes those into the movies for himself. What would the movie be about? Um... You know, the beauty of everyday life. The beauty of everyday life. Would it be a comedy, a dramedy? Of course, would it be? of be course a comedy. Okay. Would Shaquille O'Neal show yes, up in this I'm movie? This guy For sure. I'll show you the video later. I'll show you the video later. <laughs> yes. Okay, fair enough. Alex, I'm staying with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Let me think, let me think. <laughs> what is your spirit animal? My spirit animal? I think it has to be a monkey. I like Ryan's response. I like that we have video because I like Ryan. That like that's a response from the office. That's a that's a gym look. You know what I'm talking about? The really is did he just he just said that? Okay. Why a monkey? You know, they're fun, they're playful. I think yeah, I think I have a lot of the same characters. Okay. Do you ever throw feces at anybody or is that not a thing for you? No. That's not a thing for you. Maybe think of another animal then. All right, Jake, who would be your spirit animal? What would be your spirit animal, I should say? Probably a black bear. I thought you were going to say Ryan Valentine, but that's good. Nah, nah. Why a black bear? I mean, they're big and they're scary. I'm not not too big, but I mean, I guess I'm not that scary, but they're ferocious. (laughs) They're ferocious, okay. The, the inner Jake Pacina. Yeah, the inner All right. Jake Pacina. Alright. Ryan, I'm going to keep with that with you. What is your spirit animal? Probably a tiger or the liger. The largest big cat. The all. largest big cat of them all. <laughs> the tiger or the liger. Okay. Why so? I don't know. I guess they're big, but they're, you know, quiet animals. They stick to themselves until you bother them, and then they, you know, they have the ability to be ferocious and they attack all right fair enough ryan this one's for you and you alone he's not here tonight so you can't get in trouble what is your most forgettable jim Beheim moment most forgettable the one that you don't want to remember um we were 19 and 0 my senior year uh we played seton hall and we should have won the game Balls in my hands. I go up to make a shot, a shot that to this day I'd, I'd make with my eyes closed in my sleep. And I missed it close to the rim. And he was pissed because it was supposed to go to Deshaun Williams. Put the ball in with my hands. And he took me in the back. One of the only times he ever really reamed me and got on me. That was probably the, the worst. You remember what he said? Yeah, but I cannot disclose <laughs> that information to this young crowd to this young crowd okay so we know he's fiery because he he has his moments he has his calm moment it's it's strange because in practice when i've sat in on practice and he stopped practice he spoke so softly but everybody stopped he's talking i remember one of the practices he stopped it he was trying to tell one of the guards where they had to go and he was like all right this is enough guys and then just he's like you gotta move over there you gotta do it why are you doing that and i'm and you could you were a terrified but he was so quiet about it. How was he in your practices? Same. I mean, he had his days and moments, depending on if we won a game or lost a game or how we were playing throughout the season. 
his tone would change, like I guess most coaches, but um, he'd have his days where you're like, okay, don't say anything. Do what you're supposed to do. And then some days where he was more mellow and laid back and joking. You know, he has a great personality, smart guy, and loves to actually joke and crack jokes on players a lot. Um, but it just depends on, you know, what type of mood he's in. Who did Jim Beheim play the best jokes on on your team? Who did he get the most? He made fun of Elvira of China a lot, I remember. Uh, Jason Sapola. Uh, Alan Griffin, sometimes he would. Um, he got Alan. He got Alan. Quet Dwayne, I think, a few times. Okay, fair enough. All right, Jake, I'm going to you for this one. What is one song that every time you hear it on the radio, you want to take a hammer to the radio? Oh, I have I a bunch. I don't know. I, I mean, got a bunch. I don't really listen to the radio. I listen to my own phone. But if I was listening to the radio, it'd yeah. probably be any. Any main, any mainstream song that everybody always sings. I don't like mainstream. So the ones that you hear too much. Yeah. Because we know that the radio stations in our area play like the same four songs yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. hey, you love Taylor Swift? Yeah, I, I, I love Swift. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, Alex. I'm gonna ask you the flip of this. What's the one song you can't stop playing? I, I don't know. Um, a lot, of the, a lot of the Drake songs are really catchy. You can't, you know, you have to sing to them, so. What, if you had to pick one Drake song, which one you pick? Headlines, Hotline Bling, and My Feelings. What else we got? I guess it's Hot, Hotline Bling. I was, hotline I was bling. into when that, when that came Do up. you dance like that or no? Of course. <laughs> of course. I will show you the video. Okay, fair enough. Coach, I'm going to ask you, if you had to choose right now, and we sent these gentlemen out into the world and their goal was to get a phone number from a lucky lady who would have the better pickup line alex or jake sorry alex but i have to go with jake sorry jake but no why why but he jake? does have a lovely girlfriend i will give him that okay. a great girl she was uh jenna Whitey, all-star athlete um at liverpool um okay. just different he's i think more quiet and reserved jake's a little bit more outgoing i think and just his approach is just a little bit different. All right, Jake. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to you on this. Coming off of that, have you used a pickup line and has it worked before? I don't use any pickup lines. <laughs> Usually, when I go up and say hi, that I already got them. That's it. Yeah. So you say hello. Yeah. That's all. I gotta. I gotta hit him with a smile too. Obviously. You hit him with a smile. Say hello. I'm Jake. You know who I am. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right, Alex. What was your pickup line for your lucky lady that you have? I don't even know. She came to me. She came to you. Came to she here tonight to defend that or no? She's not. <laughs> okay. But she she came to talk to you. Yeah. That's how it worked out. That's how you remember it. How does she remember it? What would you do? You think she would say the same thing? I don't know. She might have her own story. Might have to bring her in. All right. Yeah. We might we might have to follow up on that one. I'm going to ask you each two more and then let you get to the food and give myself a couple minutes to prepare for me being on the hot seat. Ryan, who are the top three greatest actors of all time? That's tough. They don't have to be in order. They just have to be three. And, uh, what's the Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's one. Great range. Denzel. There's another one. Um, there's so many. You could go Tom Hanks. You could go Will Smith. Okay. Fair enough. Guys, I'm going to ask you a different one. Alex, I'm going to start with you on this. I'm throwing you into a reality show. I'm going to give you three to pick from, and you have to be on one of these shows. Jersey Shore. Real Housewives. Or there's a show that I just got introduced called, is it, is it, what is it called? It's like marriage counseling, but it's, yeah. Okay, how about this? Basketball Wives, Real Housewives, or Jersey Shore? What show do you go on and why? I think I go on Jersey Shore just to kind of watch the madness. You okay. know, I'm at the beach, I can just kind of watch it all go down. Would you Jim Tan Laundry too or no? 
No? No. Don't fake tannin? No. All right, good. That's a good answer. I like that answer. All right, I'm going to ask the same one to you, Jake. Jersey Shore, Real Housewives, or Basketball Wives? Probably go Jersey Shore, too. Jersey Shore? Yeah. Do you have a favorite Jersey Shore character? Pauly D. Pauly D. Yeah. All right. So you would just hang out with Pauly the whole time? Oh, yeah. What would it be your thing on Jersey Shore? Would you would you be yourself? Would you take on a different persona? What would you do? I'd be just like Paul D, antagonize everything and act like I didn't do anything. Do you just sit there, calm, cool, and collected, let yeah. everybody fight? Yeah. And then just go, wow. Yeah. <laughs> just do that the whole time. All right, fair enough. Alex, this is your final question from me. This is going to be a deep one. So we're going to go from Jersey Shore to getting deep. What's one thing you would change about the world if you could change anything... Tell me the first thing you would change. Money's not an option. Power's not a... Hey, you've got the power, the money, to whatever to do anything you want. What's the first thing you would do? You know, I think people are too serious. So I think uh, just everyone get along and be more comical would be the first thing I'd change. All right. So you you take the serious level down, create some more comedy. Jake, what would you do? I think everyone should uh worry about themselves and not about others drama drama filled people aren't aren't good in this world so pay attention to what's going on in your house before you talk yeah. about other houses all right fair enough brian what would you change uh i mean obviously it's far-fetched you eliminate poverty and war i think it would be the two things two main things so the elimination of poverty and war from Ryan Blackwell, Ryan Blackwell, Jake Pacino, Alex Rusty, myself, Dan Satora. Wake up call with Dan Satora on site, on location at the Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road, Liverpool. And we're on Facebook Live as well for every of you watching in. And that's the people watching on the other coast that probably appreciated the Tupac answer as well. So we'll take a step aside. We're going to let these guys eat. When we come back to wrap up Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, a night with the Warriors here, you guys put me on the hot seat. So get your questions ready. While you're getting your grub on, we'll talk in just a moment. Thank you so much for being here. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. We're back here on the stage. Wake up call with Dan Tortora. Final segment with the Liverpool Warriors. Tonight with the Warriors here, we have head coach Ryan Blackwell as well as Jake Casino, and we have Alex Rustin, myself, Dan Tortora, hanging out here with Liverpool Boys Basketball once again. Home Team Pub 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, right on Route 57. I have put them on the hot seat. It's time for them to put me on the hot seat. So you guys can ask a few questions apiece. I'll give you three apiece. It's fair is fair. Alex, go ahead. What's your first question for me? i got to answer it. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, Lord. I really do like Lucky Charms. I have said it. And Robin Williams said, anyone who eats Lucky Charms after 4 p.m. is a drug addict. I've never done drugs, but I eat Lucky Charms all day. So, I mean, do you eat Lucky Charms anytime? Yeah. All right, cool. So, Alex, you can come to my house sometime. We'll have some Lucky Charms. Okay, because we're not getting respect for it from Coach over here. All right, Coach, what do you got? What's, what's one for me? I don't know. You're going to go next. So, who is your pick for the next head coach in Syracuse basketball after Jim Beheim retires? Uh, yeah, tough one. I think that there's three good coaches on the staff. I think, you know, obviously Alan coming back and having success at Dayton. I think, you know, Jerry with what Jerry's done and, and Adrian. But Adrian is the associate head coach. He told me if Jim Beheim falls ill, if he takes his jacket off and gets thrown out, anything happens suspension he's the guy that takes the clipboard so i would like to see because adrian's been here the longest it'd be nice if they gave him a shot all right jake what do you got for him well i'll save my la a good one for last so okay do you think that duke basketball will win the national championship this year 
I think Duke basketball won a national championship this year. I think that they have probably one of the better shots than they've had in the last few years. I think that Syracuse's games against them are going to be exciting, and uh, and I hope obviously that that they go well. So, but I, I do. I think that I think Duke has has a, has a pretty darn good shot of getting that getting the championship this year. I really do. All right, Alex, what's your second one for me? What's your favorite NBA team? I'm wearing it on my leg, and I'm showing love for uh, O'Shea Brissett. We're both Raptor fans, so I've been a Raptor fan since '95. O'Shea's been a Raptor fan since '95. So after the games, after the questions, and all that stuff gets out of the way, I always pull him aside and try to ask him what he thinks about Kawhi Leonard and all that good stuff. So Toronto Raptors all the way. All right, Jake, what do you got for me? If you could watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? One movie for the rest of my life. It would have to be one of the Avengers movies because there's so many different characters, so many different actors, different powers. They're colorful. So I, I guess right now it'd be Infinity War, but maybe I'll change that to Endgame. So I mean, I, I mean, I like Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. I like pretty much anything with Marlon Brando. I'd watch, but if I have to watch it repeatedly, I feel like the Marvel movies. There's always something you missed, so I'd, I'd have to put that on repeat and find every Easter egg. All right, Coach, what do you got? Who's your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush. It's an easy one. It's an easy one. I mean, there's a few, but I don't know. Ariana Grande is there. And and uh, she's not with anybody anymore, according to her song. So that's good. But I, I would say maybe Jennifer Aniston, too. All right. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. That's been like a forever thing. All right, Alex, what do you got? All right. So if you're in trouble and you had to pick one superhero to save your life, who's it going to be? Myself. But if it's not me... What superhero would save my life? Spider-Man. Because I've been a Spider-Man fan my whole life. So Most people I feel like would pick Superman. No. Because he's got kryptonite. Spider-Man doesn't have any kryptonite. There's nothing that can keep Spider-Man down. So I'm going to go with Spider-Man. <laughs> what did you say? Raid. Okay. My good one. This is your good one. Okay. Do you think a hot dog is considered a sandwich? I got to ask this question before. You put, you put it in bread, but it's a different type of bread. Fold it in half and it looks different. So I don't think it's a sandwich. It's like a small sub. Okay. So I'm going to say no. Okay. All right, Coach Ryan Blackwell, what's your question? All right, so for $1,000, yes. who's going to win one-on-one -on -one between right now, between me and Alan Milk Dud Griffin? <laughs> between you and Milk Dud? Who's gonna win? One on one, right now. You know, you know that I have to see Milk Dud once a week at least. I'm always around Alan Griffin when there's games and whatnot. So who do I think would win? I've seen you see. I've seen you shoot and I've seen you play and you've gone. I mean, you played up against Debo and whatnot. Alan, are you playing? You play in practice? No. Okay. So by default, Ryan Blackwell. No, because you do go out to the gym and you go out to Mello and you shoot around and whatnot. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to lean on Ryan a little bit because he's told me stories about going to Mellow and playing up against everybody. So why don't you answer the question for me? Tell me is how good is Alan Griffin at playing basketball right in this moment right now? I honestly haven't seen him play in years. It's been fifteen years. <laughs> I could, he's, he can still shoot. I don't know if he can move up and down the court. Because we ask him to play sometimes, and he always gives you the nope. <laughs> so, so he denies you playing. Yep. So who's playing in Mellow Center? Because you talked to me about this before. So you play when Debo was here. Debo was playing. Jerry Lawrence, coming out Lawrence there. Lawrence Bolton still Lawrence plays. Lawrence still playing. Demetrius Nichols, I know, will come into town yeah, sometimes. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah. Okay. Still play. Jerry Jerry's plays. Still, yeah. Yeah. Can Jerry still plays once in a while? Can no. Jerry still shoot from like outside? He can thinks he, he can. Can he go stand outside and do it? He thinks he can. No, he can still shoot. Okay. He can still shoot. He's still got it. Who's the best shooter of the guys that get back to it in Mellow? Of all you guys, last couple of years. The pure shooter probably just can get out of bed and go make shots is Preston Shumper. Preston Shumper. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to give you all a bonus because I asked you like six apiece. So, Alex, I'm going to give you one more that you can ask me. 
anything in the world. Anything. Besides cereal, what do you got? You have a million dollars. What do you spend it on? Oh, man. I pay off my debt and try to do something for my mom. Pay off my debt, take care of my mom. So I don't have kids right now, so I don't have to worry about college funds and all that stuff. So that's what I would do. All right, Jake, what's your last one? Um, as a Toronto fan, do you think that the DeMar DeRozan trade was a good trade? I said before the trade that DeMar DeRozan and Jonas Valanciunas and Kyle Lowry needed a forward so Kawhi would have made sense to put onto the team. When they made the note that they're shipping out DeMar for Kawhi, I didn't think it would work. They proved me wrong to start off the season. Hopefully they have continued success. But I thought Kawhi was the missing piece of them making it to the end. So, and, and I haven't heard a guy say that he's wanted to play and stay in Toronto maybe forever. And when DeMar said, this is where I want to be, you know, they, they did him dirty on that one. I don't like it. And Nick Nurse is a great coach, and I can attest to that because he coached me in England. Nick Nurse coached you in England? I coached in England, yeah. That's awesome. So what do you like about him? He's a great coach. Players coach and just knows the game. All right, fair enough. Play for All right, Ryan, your final question before we get Aaron Griffin up here. It's uh, anything in the world. Everything is water wet. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're really good friends with his cousin from college. You guys went to college together. Kim. Kim Wright. Kim oh, Wright. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your cousin. cousin. Yeah. I didn't know Apparently that. Apparently, she has some dirt on you too from college. Probably. <laughs> but she keeps it to herself, My right? Is, what is the dirt? What is the dirt from college? I'm a good boy. I uh, <laughs> never been drunk, hand of God. I uh, never did drugs, never smoked. I don't have any children that I don't know about. So, you know, I, I stayed. I was a good kid. Um, I dated around a lot. So I probably, there's probably some girls that maybe aren't too happy. I'll <laughs> right, say that. Enough. That's what I'll say. With that being said, Ryan Blackwell, Jake Pacino, and Alex Rustin. After that question, I'm jumping off the hot seat. So, and Dan Satora here. Wake up call with Dan Satora. Give a round of applause. Show some love for the Warriors here right now. They're trying to keep this season going in the right direction. Started 0-5, 5-1 from there. We hope nothing but the best for you. Show the rings to the camera as well once again. And Alex, from here on out, can you wear the ring to bed wherever you go? And if you're not going to wear it, can you send, I'll give you my address and you can send it to me. Tell Kim I said hello. Hopefully she's doing well. And tell her to keep, she's kept those secrets this long. Tell her not to say a word. She's been good all this way. It's like a decade. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for being here.